0: Welcome back to Sports Day and fantastic to kick off this hour thanks to Repco Authorised Service, expert car service book online at Repco Authorised Service Centre and a bloke who won a Norm Smith medal back in 2011 under the current day coach in his first premiership victory, Chris Scott. And here he is shooting for number two. Um, we're talking to Jimmy Bartell to kick us off in this hour. Jimmy, welcome, mate. How are you going? Nice to chat.
1: Nice to chat, fellas. Yeah, um, pretty excited for everyone involved. There's still three guys who I actually um, played with in the 2011 grand final, running around out there, and of course, you know, Chris got back again in another grand final.
0: We had a chat to Lingy last night and uh, he talked about you in fond terms and I'm sure that you will reciprocate that. But, of course, the bloke that took over from him is Joel Selwood. Now, he may well go out in the same way that your skipper did back when you won in 2011 because, mate, he's been a remarkable captain. He's been so resilient, such a brilliant leader, such a great bloke. And what a way to finish if it is his last game.
1: Yeah, I think whenever he does decide to pull the pin, I think his career um, it has been held in such respect and has been elevated so much that now all the, the stats and the milestones he keeps ticking off, we just keep shaking our head. But I don't think he even needs the premiership to go out to have that big you know, moment because his career has been so great. But um, again, another stat that comes out, 40, uh, 40th final breaks the record and if he wins, he's had more finals wins than the entire St. Kilda football club's history. So that just puts it into a bit of perspective for you. Uh, Carl mentioned that we spoke to Lingy yesterday, and he was saying in that 2007 grand final that he didn't relax until probably the last five minutes or so of the game, despite the margin at you know every interval and how far ahead Geelong was. How, how did you feel on the day, and what's your memories of the week uh, with winning the Brownlow medal to start it off and then finishing off with a, with a premiership? Yeah, it was was a bit of a whirlwind, to be honest. Of course, um, as you mentioned, um, won the Brownlow, first ever Brownlow I went to, but the club was so great. Like, we did the Tuesday press conference, you get down there, and then I was just so focused on playing in the grand final. I grew up in Geelong, I watched uh, those great eagle sides uh, smash the cats, as as you (laughs) well know, um, in 92 and 94, and so like I was well aware of the history of Geelong Footy Club, Um, the nervous tension around the town, but just focused on playing the game and then um, I think when you're 90 points up at three-quarter time, I think you can enjoy a quarter of football, which um, doesn't happen too often um, in a game of footy, let alone a grand final. So I think at three-quarter time, you're looking around at your teammates, you're looking at the crowd and what you've just achieved. It's everything you've ever wanted to do in the sport. I'm looking into uh, interviewing you today, Jimmy. I was uh, looking for something a little bit off the beaten track and I found a story about Ollie Henry and how he used to drop some uh, good luck letters on the morning of matches. Now, did, was there anything in, uh, you know, that inspired you along with uh, those sort of letters or was that just, you know, something that's normal around, the you know, sort of Geelong fandom? No, well, Ollie and obviously his brother, Jack, are from a fantastic family in Geelong and uh, we live not far from the footy club and they're a few doors up and, yeah, you know, that obviously clearly age, they were junior footy and they were just footy mad and, you know, their parents, um, Ollie and Jack's parents were, you know, very active people and we'd always see them, you know, out kicking the ball or, or running around uh, the streets because yeah. um, they were keen mad Cats fans and, yeah, we used to get them on the front doorstep, there was myself, Joel Selwood, obviously, we lived together and a couple of other teammates, so... Uh, it's always great around Geelong. You do feel the town get behind you. I think people underestimate, and I've, I've said this a bit to a lot of people, I know Perth is a massive football city, but I, I think people underestimate how big Geelong is with football as a heartland. Um, with 40 local football clubs. They know their football. Like You can't pull the wool over their eyes, and I think that's what's helped them sustain success because you've always got guys wanting to come back home. It's almost like a big feeder into the AFL system if they don't end up on the cat's list. Well, they sort of eventually, you know, finish off their career or at some stage. Want to come back and play for the Cats?
0: Yeah, well, you and Lingy certainly did that, and uh, you shone through, mates, and uh, winning those three premierships two thousand and seven, two thousand and nine, two thousand and eleven was the first one. The sweetest Lingy reckons it was.
1: Um, yeah, it's hard to. Out of the side, people, people ask, you know, which one's your favourite? It's like picking your favourite kid. Um, you say you love them all equally, but you don't. Um, so there, I think all different reasons for, for me, guys. is like Seven was you felt like you are riding, like I said, that the 44-year premiership drought. It was almost a friendly ride in Geelong when we won. 2009, it felt like, you know, for the players, we lost 08. Um, you know, it was pretty bitter after 08. And then we sort of, you know, galvanised. And 2011, yeah, we were too old, lost the coach, lost the best player in the game, and we weren't supposed to really be challenged again under a new coach. And um, So they, they all just had a bit of a different feel about them. And when you think about
0: uh, the current team, Jimmy, and you think about the elder statesmen, I think there's going to be uh, about uh, 10 blokes that are 30-plus. There's a couple that are on the verge, right on the precipice. It's, uh, it's an old team, and, you know, I, I, the banner... Uh, the other day, mate, where it said too old, too slow, too good was just unbelievably sort of pertinent when you head into this grand final tomorrow.
1: I think they've been saying that about Geelong for the last 15 years, haven't they? Like, uh, they've been too old. It's about time they drop off it. And we love fun facts. Uh, last week, if you exclude the, the subs, it was the oldest team in history to run out for a final on average age. So they're, they're very old. They're very experienced. But they've got a good blend now. Like, they've got some young guys. You look at close... Myers, the Koning, these, these sort of guys, they're athletic. They live up um, to what their experienced teammates do and what's expected of them. So I think they've actually got a nice blend. I think its it looks old on paper, but you've got to remember those old ones are generational players. We're talking Selwood, Dangerfield, Hawkins, of course. So um, they are a little bit of an exception to the rule when we're talking about old boys.
0: Yeah, well, when you're throwing Duncan and Isaac Smith and uh, the list goes on, we could talk about many more, mate. It's just remarkable. Hey, Jimmy, thank you, mate, for kicking us off this hour. We really appreciate it. Uh, It's been a big focus tonight on grand finals and premierships, and um, you've certainly been a huge part of the success of the Geelong Football Club in more recent times, mate. Thank you very much for sharing some time with us tonight. Take care.
1: No, thanks, guys.
0: Good on you. Jimmy Bartell here on Sports Day. Fantastic to have him on off the top of the hour. We've got plenty more coming your way. Thanks to Repco Authorised Service. Uh, You can rely on your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Speaking of grand finals, a bloke who is going to make his debut is AFL umpire Brendan Hosking. He will join us next.